What's up guys? Welcome back to another daily Bible reading snapshot. Today we're starting a brand new book. So in the last few weeks we've been reading the book of Leviticus, which is all about God's instructions to the tribe of Levi, but also to the whole nation. Now we're looking at the book of Numbers, which starts out by talking about numbers. Sometimes when people start reading this book, they're like, oh, I don't want to read this book because it's probably just a bunch of genealogies. And they read the first couple chapters and they're like, oh, it is a bunch of genealogies. Well, that's not actually true. So it's called Numbers because the people of Israel are numbered. And remember, this is right when they're camped at Mount Sinai. And in this book, we're going to see how they move out of the camp of Sinai. They go into the promised land. They send a few people in. They don't want to go into the land and then they have to stay in the wilderness for 40 years. So that's what this book is all about. So it's an action book. So if anybody tells you the book of Numbers is boring, well, they probably haven't read it. Or maybe they just read the first couple chapters and didn't know what it was all about. So that's a little background to the book. Today, we start the book by reading the numbers. And there's one number that's really important that I want you to know. It's this number. 603,550. So that's 603,550. That is the total number of men who are able to fight that are numbered here in this genealogy. They're numbered from all the 12 tribes of, of Israel. They're all numbered here and we see them right here. So 603,550. That's all the men. So if that's all the men of fighting age, how many people were in this camp? Probably about 2 million people. So that's a lot of people. That's what I want you to think of. This group is not just a small group of travelers in the wilderness. This is a whole nation of 2 million people. That's a lot of people. That's about as many people. It's almost as many people as are in the entire county that we're in, Orange County. Almost, there's about 3 million people in Orange County, but that's so many people. This is 2 million people walking around the wilderness. So Numbers chapter 1, we start to see the lists of the tribes and how many people were in there. Uh, we also see here in chapter two where they were arranged in camp. So they made camp and they were all centered around the tent of meeting. So they were all around this, this central tent and they set up their tents on four different sides. So we see that description here in chapter two. So that's what we begin to see uh, the people of Israel, not only numbered, but also described when it says where they lived around the tent of meeting. And this is how they move from place to place. So that's just a little introduction to the book. We'll see more about the book of Numbers later. But I want to turn back to the New Testament and look at the book of Mark chapter 3. Mark 3 is where we start today. Mark 3, we're only going to read half the chapter here. But we see Jesus again doing something on the Sabbath. Now, to us, that might not be a big deal. But if you were a Jewish person in this day seeing Jesus do something on the Sabbath, that might have shocked you. That might have been surprising to you because Jesus shows up and it says he entered the synagogue and there was a man there with a withered hand. So something was wrong with this guy, probably paralyzed in his hand. And they watched Jesus, the people, to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath so they might accuse him. So notice these people are watching Jesus do stuff, not so that they'd be amazed or so that they could worship him, but they're watching so that they could accuse him of doing something wrong. And it says, then there came a man with a withered hand, and Jesus said to that man, Come here. And he said to them, Is it lawful? So this is not just to the man, this is to everybody. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save a life or to kill? But they were silent. And here's the verse I want you to focus on right here in verse 5. He looked around at them with anger and grieved at the hardness of heart. So Jesus has two feelings at once. He's angry and he's grieved at their hardness of heart. 
that these people just don't want to embrace him. These people just refuse to believe in him. And it's like they're trying to trap him. That made Jesus not only angry, but it also grieved him. And that's what happens really when we don't believe. It not only makes God angry, but it also grieves God because especially what we read here in the book of Mark is Jesus came to seek and save the lost. If you're a person who knows the gospel and you keep rejecting him, not only does that make God angry, but it also grieves him. There's unbelief. It grieved Jesus here and it grieves God even today. And what happens here, Jesus ends up healing this guy. And then the great crowds start following Jesus. And then he names his 12 disciples here, the people who were going to have power and authority to continue this ministry after Jesus was gone. So that's our reading today. And I think a good application there from Mark chapter 3 is for us to recognize that our sin not only angers God, it grieves God. And not just any sin, this sin is a sin of unbelief, that they did not want to believe in Jesus. If we think about any sins, that's a big sin right there that not only angers God, but also grieves God. So we want to make sure that we're not being unbelievers in our in our walk with God, that we're not distrusting God like these people were. Uh, we want to be people who put our full trust in God, not just for salvation, that's a start, but also for everything else in life too. So that's today's DBR. Thanks for reading with us. We'll see you back tomorrow.